Welcome to the Thumb Body Show, where we prove that even your thumb can change the world. That's impossible. Join host Jimmy Gibson as we explore the zany world of entrepreneurship and personal branding. We'll cover topics like storytelling, public speaking, writing your first book, content creation, and video, and occasionally... Our host may even perform a few magic tricks for you. But don't worry, we're not all business. Oh no. Oh no. We like to have a little fun and embrace our inner weirdness. Are you ready to unleash your inner thumb entrepreneur? That's that's not even a word. Ready to make a difference in the world? This is the show for you. Join us on the Thumbbody Show and let's spread the power of one of a kindness. What does that even mean? You're not a nobody. You're a somebody. You're a thumbbody. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Thumbbody Show, the place where we guide Gen Xers on their journey from freak out to freedom. This is episode 46. I'm your host, Jimmy Gibson, here to explore the magic of late entrepreneurship and the joys of a fulfilling semi-retirement. If you're joining us for the first time, I highly recommend you check out episode one for The Thumbbody Brand's Backstory. It's a personal mission revived from my childhood and now repurposed to inspire and guide you. Also, if you haven't already, be sure to listen to episodes 43 and 44 for a complete overview of each hand's role in our journey towards freedom. Today, we're focusing on the ring finger in our series about the five finger mindset approach. This finger, often adorned with a symbol of love and commitment, represents the essence of passion in our semi-retirement and entrepreneurial endeavors. In this episode, titled Embracing Passion, The Ring Finger's Role in Your Semi-Retirement Journey, we'll dive deep into why passion is crucial for success and satisfaction as you transition from a traditional career into a life of semi-retirement. We'll explore strategies to identify your true passions, infuse them into your ventures, and sustain that fire over time. So whether you're seeking to turn a lifelong hobby into a business or want to inject more heart into your current semi-retirement plan, this episode is for you. Let's unlock the power of passion together and see how it can transform your journey from ordinary to extraordinary. Get ready to put your heart into it and let's dive in. Let's get started with the Thumbbody Show. And now, and, and, and now, our special segment. It's, it's what, what you've, you've been, been waiting, waiting for. Welcome to today's first segment where we're diving deep into the essence of the ring finger in our journey. Discovering and harnessing your passion. It's not just about finding joy, it's about channeling that joy into a profitable venture, especially as we enter the realms of semi-retirement and entrepreneurship. Let's first address a crucial distinction, the line between a beloved hobby and a potential business. It's absolutely fine to have hobbies for purely the enjoyment aspect. Not every passion needs to be monetized. However, when we talk about building a business that can significantly contribute to your financial freedom, we're looking at passions that have a market demand 
and scalability. In this era, selling knowledge has become a powerful way to turn your expertise and passion into a profitable business. The beauty of this model lies in its scalability. Unlike traditional businesses where your income is often directly tied to the number of hours you work, knowledge-based businesses can transcend these limits. For instance, consider the difference between handcrafting a product and creating an online course. While crafting is fulfilling, it's limited by how much you can physically produce and sell. On the other hand, an online course about the very skills used in crafting can be sold to hundreds or thousands of people with no increase in your workload after the initial creation. But what does selling knowledge look like? It could be an online course, a webinar, an ebook, or even membership site where you can share your expertise on a subject you're passionate about. Whether it's your professional expertise, a personal development skill, or even insights into a hobby that you've mastered, if there's an audience willing to learn, there's a potential for business. As we move forward in this segment, we'll explore how to identify those passions that can be transformed into a knowledge-based business. We'll discuss how to gauge market demand and how to start thinking about your passion, not just as a source of personal joy, but as a resource that others are willing to pay for. So stay tuned as we unlock the strategies to align your passion with profitability in your entrepreneurial journey. All right, now harnessing the power of passion in business, let's take a moment to dive a bit deeper into the power of passion in business. It's a fuel that not only drives your venture, but also keeps you motivated, especially when the going gets tough. Passion is a unique force. It's the fire that ignites your drive and determination. When you build a business around something you are genuinely passionate about, it becomes more than just work. It becomes part of who you are. This intrinsic connection to your business is what can keep you moving forward even during challenging times. Remember, when you're passionate about what you do, it shows. It's evident in the quality of your work, the way you interact with your clients, and how you talk about your business. This enthusiasm is contagious. It attracts clients, engages audiences, and builds a community around your brand. People are drawn to those who love what they do, and they can sense authenticity from miles away. Moreover, when your work aligns with your passion, it doesn't feel like a chore. This alignment keeps you energized, curious, and excited to explore new ideas. It pushes you to continually learn and grow, not just for the sake of business, but because it's a journey you love being on. However, it's important to balance passion with practicality. While passion can propel you, it needs to be directed wisely. It's about channeling this energy into creating something valuable, something that resonates with your market and something that's sustainable in the long term. So as we dive deeper into transforming your passion into a business, think about what drives you, what keeps you up at night with excitement and how you can share the zeal with others in a way that's both fulfilling and profitable. Embrace the power of your passion, let it guide you, but also be mindful to steer it in a direction that leads to business success. So how do you identify scalable passion projects? All right, let's roll up our sleeves and get into the actionable steps. How do you identify the right passion project that not, that's not just fulfilling, but also scalable as a knowledge business? Here are some practical tips to get you started. The first one is reflect and list. Start by taking a journey inward. Reflect on your hobbies, interests, and the work you've enjoyed doing over the years. Make a list. It could be anything from gardening to writing to your professional skills like marketing or coding. Don't filter this list yet. Just get them down on paper. Now, two, do some market research. Once you have your list, it's time to do some research. For each item, explore if there's a market for it. Are people looking for that information? 
training, or consulting in these areas. Utilize tools like Google Trends, various social media platforms, and online forums to gauge interest and identify gaps in the market. Three, you want to evaluate scalability. This is crucial. Not all passions can be scaled into a profitable knowledge business. Ask yourself, can this be taught or delivered online? Can I create digital products or courses around this? The goal is to find something that you can package and sell repeatedly without significant time input for each sale. The fourth one, test and validate. Before diving in fully, test your idea. You might start with a small online workshop, an ebook, or a series of webinars. Look for feedback and interest. This initial phase is crucial for understanding if there's a genuine demand for what you're offering. Five, plan for growth. Think about how your passion project can grow. Can you add more courses or products? Is there a potential for a subscription model? Or can you upsell with advanced programs? Planning for growth at this stage can guide you in structuring your business for scalability. And six, does it align with your strengths? Ensure that your chosen passion aligns with your strengths. If you're great at teaching, creating educational content might be your path. If you love writing, consider ebooks or blogging or physical books. Your passion project should play to your strengths. Now, mind the business side for step number seven. Passion alone doesn't pay the bills or contribute to your retirement. You need to be mindful of the business aspect. Pricing, marketing, customer service, and more. It's not just about what you love to do. It's about turning what you love into something others are willing to pay for. Remember, transitioning your passion into a scalable knowledge business requires a blend of self-awareness, market understanding, and practical business planning. It's a journey of balancing what you love to do with the market needs and people are willing to pay for it. So take these next steps, dive deep, and start shaping your passion into a venture that not only brings you joy, but also potential profits. Now, you've got a list, you've done some research. How do you sort your passion into profitable buckets? All right, let's take this a step further. You've got your list, you've done your research, and now it's time to organize. We're going to sort your passions into four distinct buckets. This will help you clearly see where each passion fits in terms of potential profit and personal enthusiasm. Here's how you can do it. The first bucket is high passion, high profit. This is your sweet spot. These are the areas that you're deeply passionate about and have high market demand. They're viable for creating scalable and profitable knowledge products or services. This bucket is where you should focus most of your energies. Put some of those into the high passion, high profit bucket. Now, high passion, low profit. These are the things you love doing, but the market demand might be low or challenging to monetize. Keep these as hobbies or side projects that bring personal fulfillment. They keep your creative juices flowing, but may not be the main focus of your business plan. The next bucket is low passion, high profit. Here you have areas with high market demand, but they just don't excite you as much. It's tempting to pursue these for monetary gain, but remember, lack of passion can impact your long-term motivation and satisfaction. Tread carefully here. And the next is low passion, low profit. These are least viable for your business. They neither stir your excitement nor promise much return. It's best to avoid these as focal points in your business ventures. So let's do this mini exercise, take that list, place them in each one of these four buckets. Be honest with yourself. Is it really a high passion if you wouldn't enjoy doing it every day? Is it truly high profit if the market is oversaturated or perhaps non-existent? This exercise is not just about finding what makes you happy. It's about aligning your happiness with what is realistically profitable and sustainable. It's about striking a balance between following your heart and using your head. 
By the end of this exercise, aim to have a clear picture of where each of your passions stand. This will guide you in deciding where to invest your time, energy, and resources as you develop your semi-retirement. So let me give you a couple of examples for each bucket. Maybe this will help in the exercise. Let's put some real-life context into these buckets to help you visualize where your passions might fit. Here are a few examples for each category. High passion, high profit. Imagine you're passionate about digital photography and noticed a growing demand for online photography courses. This is a perfect fit for this bucket. Another example could be a seasoned marketer with a knack for social media strategies. Developing an online course or consulting service in this field could be both fulfilling and profitable. Now, what about high passion, low profit? Let's say you love collecting vintage comic books. It's a niche market, and where there is some demand, it might not be enough to sustain a full-scale business. Or perhaps you're passionate about making handmade candles, but the market is oversaturated, making it difficult to turn a significant profit. These passions are perfect for hobbies or side projects. Now, what about low passion, high profit? Consider something like cryptocurrency investment. It's a hot market with high earning potential, but if it doesn't excite you, you may struggle to stay engaged in the long run. Or let's say real estate investment. It's lucrative, but if you're not passionate about it, it might feel more like a chore than a fulfilling venture. Now, what about low passion, low profit? An example here could be mundane tasks like data entry services. It's not particularly exciting for most, and there's not a high demand for it as a specialized service or crafting homemade paper. It's a unique skill, but with a very limited market, making it both low in passion and profit. Remember, these examples are just to get you thinking. Your list is going to be unique to you. What one person loves, another person doesn't. Based on your skills, experience, and your market research, these will all help you point in the right direction. Take a moment to reflect on your passions and how they align with market demands. Place them in the right bucket, and you'll start to see a clearer path towards a venture that's not only profitable, but also enjoyable and fulfilling. This takes us to segment three, finding resources and community support. Welcome back to our exploration of the ring finger where passion meets purpose. We've talked about identifying your passion and aligning it with a viable business idea, but how do you take it to the next level? Where do you find resources and support to turn your passion into a thriving venture? Let's dive into that. First off, let me share a little bit about my journey. I'm an avid reader and a firm believer in continuous learning. That's why I'm part of three different online communities that have been instrumental in my growth. One of them actually focuses on YouTube growth strategies. You'll be seeing some YouTube videos next year. Another on transforming knowledge into sustainable business models. And the third on effective online writing. These communities have been invaluable in providing insights, resources, and support to me personally. But where do you find such resources? Here are some steps and examples. You might try some online learning platforms like websites like Coursera, Udemy, Skillshare, or all treasure troves of courses on almost every subject you can imagine. Whether you're looking to sharpen your skills in digital marketing, learn about e-commerce, or even understand the basics of web design, these platforms have got you covered. Niche-specific online communities. Look for forums, Facebook groups, or even subreddits that cater to your specific interest or industry. For example, like we mentioned before, if you're into digital photography, communities like Photography on the Net or The Photo Forum can be great places to start. 
networking events, and workshops. Keep an eye out for virtual workshops, webinars, or networking events related to your field of interest. Sites like meetup.com often list such events where you can connect with like-minded individuals and industry experts. And don't forget LinkedIn. Books and podcasts. There are countless books and podcasts out there on entrepreneurship, marketing, turning passions into profits. Some of my favorites are The Lean Startup by Eric Rise, Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk, and Small Passive Income Podcast by Pat Flynn. Joining paid communities. Sometimes investing in a paid community can provide a more structured resource for support. For instance, I'm part of the community for specifically addressing YouTube growth, which offers targeted advice and strategies. Remember, the key is to stay curious and proactive. Explore these resources, engage with the communities, and don't be afraid to invest time and, hey, sometimes a little bit of money in your growth. With the right resources and community to support you, turning passion into a successful business is not just a dream, it's a very achievable reality. So take that step today. Start exploring, learning, and connecting. Your passion combined with the right knowledge and support can lead you to a fulfilling and profitable semi-retirement. Now, what about a book review? Welcome to the Thumbbody Book Club, where we give you the thumbs up or thumbs down on the latest must-thumb-through books. You had me at book club. All right, the first book is So Good They Can't Ignore You, Why Skills Trump Passion in the Quest for Work You Love by Cal Newport. We actually had a book by him in the previous episode. Now, Newport offers a counterintuitive approach arguing that following your passion might not be the best advice and developing rare and valuable skills can lead to passion and great work. Check that one out. And next book is one of my favorites. I've actually read this a couple of times, Meaningful Work, A Quest to Do Great Business, Find Your Calling and Feed Your Soul by Sean Askinosi is a collaboration with Lauren Askinosi. And it's a compelling and inspirational read that dives into the journey of finding one's calling in a world of business. Sean Askinosi was a successful criminal defense lawyer turned chocolate maker. He shares his personal story of transformation and the lessons he learned along the way. This book is a harmonious blend of practical business advice and a deep exploration into what it means to do work that truly matters. Sean's transition from law to founding Askinosi Chocolate, a direct trade chocolate company serves as a backdrop to discuss broader themes of vocation, community involvement, and the pursuit of meaningful work. What sets this book apart is its focus on not just building a profitable business, but also creating a venture that has a positive impact in the world. It's about aligning one's personal values with their professional life, leading to a sense of fulfillment and purpose. Meaningful Work provides readers with actionable steps to start their own journey towards meaningful work, emphasizing the importance of connecting with one's personal why and engaging with the community. This book also explores the concept of reverse scale, focusing on depth rather than expansion and building strong relationships with suppliers and customers. Ideal for entrepreneurs, business leaders, or anyone seeking to infuse their work life with more meaning and purpose. Meaningful work is a testament to the fact that business and social impact can go hand in hand, leading to both personal fulfillment and professional success. It's a thought-provoking and heartening read that encourages readers to redefine their notion of success and find joy and purpose in their work. 
Both of these books provide different perspectives and insights into understanding and harnessing passion, making them a valuable resource for anyone on the path to semi-retirement and looking to create a business around their passions. So let's get to our rule of thumb wrap up for today. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Before you go, here's our rule of thumb from today's episode. Ooh, a thumb tip. (laughs) All right, welcome back to the rule of thumb segment for our show as we draw to a close on our exploration of the ring finger, the symbol of passion and heart in our entrepreneurial journey. Let's distill what we've learned into a few key takeaways. First and foremost, we recognize that passion isn't just about fleeting emotion. It's about the fuel that keeps our engines running, especially when the road gets tough. It's what transforms a business from a mere occupation into a calling, whether it's a long-standing interest or a newly discovered love. Your passion is the key to creating work that doesn't just pay the bills, but also brings fulfillment and joy. But remember, while passion is essential, it's not always sufficient on its own. That's where the real work begins. We need to channel this passion into a tangible, scalable business model. This means not just pursuing what we love, but also strategically thinking about how we transform our knowledge and enthusiasm into a form that provides value to others and in turn yields profits. Here are a few critical things to keep in mind from today's episode. Align your passion with profitability. It's crucial to find the sweet spot where your interest meet market demand. Not every passion can be profitable, but with the right approach and research, you can find a way to make your passion work for you. Next is to stay flexible and open to learning. Passion also means being a lifelong learner in your field. Stay curious, adapt, and evolve as you grow your business. And the next, connect with like-minded communities. Surround yourself with people who share your passion and drive. These communities can provide support, inspiration, and practical advice. As we sign off, I encourage you to make a pinky promise to yourself, not just to follow your passion, but to nurture it, refine it, and let it lead you to a new and uncharted territory in your business journey. Your passion combined with a strategic approach can open doors to incredible opportunities and a fulfilling path towards semi-retirement. Remember, in the grand scheme of things, it's not just about finding what you love, but also loving what you find and making it a cornerstone of your success. Keep this rule of thumb in mind as you continue on your path from freak out to freedom. Until next time, keep that flame of passion alive and let it guide your way. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of The Thumb Buddy Show. It's been a wonderful journey diving deep into the essence of the ring finger and its significance in our path towards semi-retirement and entrepreneurial success. I hope you found the discussion enlightening and it sparked some ideas for your own journey. If you have enjoyed this episode and found it valuable, I'd truly be grateful if you could take a moment and like the show and leave a review. Your feedback not only supports the show, but helps other Gen Xers like you find this valuable content. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends or anyone who might benefit from our discussion. Spread the word and help others discover the power of turning their passion into a purposeful venture. And here's a little teaser for what's coming up. In our next episode, we're going to explore the next finger in our series, the defiant middle finger. We'll uncover how this symbol of rebellion and nonconformity plays a crucial role in carving out your unique path to semi-retirement. Trust me, it's an episode you don't want to miss, filled with insight strategies to help you stand out and succeed on your own terms. Until then, keep nurturing your passions, stay committed to your goals, and remember, you 
are the architect of your own destiny. Let your unique light shine and keep spreading the power of one of a kindness. This is Jimmy Gibson signing off. Stay amazing, stay unique. Thanks for listening to The Thumbbody Show. Ready to become a part of the most exclusive club around? Wow, really? The Thumbbody Club is where it's at. As a member, you'll get a membership card. Oh, yeah. Be a part of the global community of Thumbbodies and receive a super secret weekly club newsletter. Wow. But that's not all. We've got a bag full of tricks coming throughout the year. Just go to imthumbbody.com to sign up. And the best part? It's totally free and worth every penny. <laughs> Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Join the Thumbbody Club today.